Okay, welcome to Rambling Reality. And today, I'm a little bit behind, about a week behind, because I've been really, really sick. Not terribly sick, but when you combine exhaustion with sickness, there's just no energy. As you can tell, I'll probably be sneezing throughout this introduction or coughing or something. I've been doing it off and on for the past four days. But it is not Concrud. Speaking of which, I'm so sorry I do not have Dragon Cons up yet. I will do that probably later this week when I get some time to myself as I stop the sniffling. Um, instead, I have my friend Becca on and we are podcasting about going to Georgia Gwinnett College. Good and the bad and the interesting parts. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it. I don't feel good, so I definitely needed someone to work with me a little bit and kind of help carry the weight. I also opened wildpantheonpress.com, which is a pretty interesting academic site, um, news from an intersectionality point of view, because I'm a feminist, make no mistake about that, but I also see a lot of combining elements and problems with feminism and everything else in it in life and so I like to combine the two but for now please enjoy Becca and I also a excuse the the loud noises from the from it because we were in a restaurant and b the end between the end bumper and the end of this of the conversation I've included my cat sassy well not my cat but my uh, roommate's cat, Sassy, who used to be called Binky. I've included her meows of doom. So that'll be kind of a nice break, I guess. And I will talk to you guys later. I'm telling you by now because, well, the other thing was recorded before. Anyway, you'll figure it out. All right. I'll see you next time for the dragon conning and enjoy the show. Say hello, Becca. Hello. Okay, that's not enough. <laughs> I'm done yet. <laughs> no, Moving not on. Close. No, see, I couldn't rope anybody in at Dragon Con, so I decided to rope in one of my best friends ever because she's taking me out for my birthday dinner, I which did. is at Longhorns, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. I had like a real burger and everything. Oh my goodness. So did I. It's steamed broccoli with bro and with blue cheese because I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. We all know this. <laughs> Academic nerd through no and one through. Likes broccoli. No, I'm kidding. I love broccoli. Oh my god! Then you would love, love, love lunch at, at UGA because there's mm. always steamed broccoli out there and always broccoli. broccoli I never understood why people didn't like broccoli. It's one of my favorite. It's so good. Like, yeah, Brussels sprouts. I don't know. No, we don't discuss Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts looks too much like cabbage. Jesse doesn't eat cabbage ever. It's funny because I know eat cabbage, this. but I will not eat Brussels sprouts. The only time you ever want me to eat cabbage is if you want me to pass a lot of gas. I see. That makes sense. Okay. It's probably, Note to self. It's probably better if you don't. Note to self. There's a reason why I don't eat coleslaw, even though I'm southern born and raised. I just don't like coleslaw. Yeah, I don't like it either, but it's the cabbage that's the biggest change. People love mom's coleslaw, and I'm like... I'm not touching it. I will not eat it. I don't like coleslaw. Like it's I don't like the texture. Day. I mean, just you know. Well, the funny part is like okay, so eventually you know I want to move to Germany, and all they have is cabbage. They had a lot of potatoes too. I 
really don't like cabbage and it's a main ingredient. But they've got this great thing called broccoli rabe, or broccoli rabe, whatever. that, yeah. It's so, looks so good. It's like round broccoli and like it's grown in a little plant and it's not like a little tree and it just looks so good. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. That sounds really good. Imagine like taking that and put like some, like, um, uh, like roasting it and then putting yeah. some like drizzling some like butter on it, some oh. melted butter with some oh, like that parmesan. Good. That sounds and good. Yeah, like doesn't that sound like it'd be a really good thing? It's a good thing that that sends like yeah, you know, a vegetarian because I'm so, gonna learn how to make a lot of things for him. You took Malden, right? Uh huh. Several times, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what does she want like in a food project? Like, can you kind of? Okay, so like, and is it partners or is it just me? Well, usually it's just you. Um. Like for, use Matthew. Yes. We're in the same class, right? So, for the record, we're talking about a French teacher that I had when I was an in, in, uh, undergraduate. Mm-hmm. Um, I made uh, vegetarian jambalaya. Ah. And so, okay. what, and it was a very simple recipe. I just went and got like the vegetarian uh, tofu that's mm-hmm. shaped like chicken, and I just threw it in there with some some stuff and some of the and jambalaya. Like if you just go to like, she's vegetarian, so if you can, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. if you can make that, like she's like I don't mind, but she's, like she doesn't like, like out of respect for her, I just made it that vegetarian. Makes sense, yeah. Because I was thinking maybe waffles or like Belgian waffles. Yeah. Or um, Matt has this recipe for French toast that's really good. Yeah. That could be really good for her, too. So, I was thinking something like that. Yeah, or you could just make but something like, it just depends I've on... I've made quiche in the past, it didn't go well. Yeah. It never does. I, I, like, I'm a, I'm an amazing cook, and she will tell you that I'm mm-hmm. an amazing cook. She is. But I don't bake very often, so I'm pretty kind of yeah. wishy on it. And so, when I was taking uh, Mormino, another French teacher, I should add, uh, I, we had to make something from a country, and I ended up with... Luxembourg, which I remember that yeah, because and, you were like, "What do they eat there?" Yeah, and so like know. it's so if anybody doesn't know, Luxembourg is um, French and German. Mm-hmm. Everything I was finding was German, and I was taking a French class. You can see how that'd be a problem if you're doing a French project. So yeah. I ended up making some tart with like plums, and anyone that knows me knows a I don't like plums. B, I don't bake, but I tried. It was the worst tasting, foulest tasting stuff. I was just like, throw it away. I made the project. I got my hundred. That's all I cared about. For more, for Malden, uh, it's a little bit different. Just put your effort into it, and she's pretty much going to okay. give you a good grade. Okay, cool. Like I said, I made jambalaya because jambalaya was really easy. You just put all the rice in a pot, yeah, and all the and all the ingredients, and it just makes itself. Mm, that makes sense. And then you and just she wants us to do a video. Yeah, we didn't have to do a video, but... I think that's what she's making us do. A video should be pretty easy, though, because you've got an iPad. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't want to do a video, please. But what you can do is, is you can use the iPad, and then... Yeah, just set it up somewhere and let it just... Yeah. Yeah, Well, and also, like, if you go to um, the school, if they've still got it, you can see if they've got iMovie on it. Yeah. And you can make it look like that project that I did for our digital media class. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. We had to take a class on digital media, and we had to learn to use things like Audacity, which is awesome because I'm using it to make the podcast you're listening to now. But we also had to like, do weird things like Blender. Like, I'm not an animator, so that was a completely non-issue for my, for my being. And by the way, we're still on Longhorn, so pardon any of the noise in the background. Um, but, yeah, I would go and see if you could use it on iMovie, because then right. you can just clip the parts that you don't want and... And you can like, and they've got like fade to black so that you can put in there. That might have a program. 
Mm -hmm. Well, I was just saying iMovie because you've already got them. It's already, already yeah. going to be a Mac form, so you can just email it to yourself but, and you um, just open it up. Matthew might have something like that, mm -hmm. or he might know something like that I could use because yeah. you know, he's all into Blender these days and stuff like that. Well, you don't even need Blender, so... Yeah, um, I, I know, but what I'm saying, yeah. though, is he's learning how to use Blender for some weird yeah. reason. I guess he's going to get really good on digital media projects, yeah. Um, I would say not using Windows Movie if you can, just because it's... I've used it before, though, so I know how that would work. Yeah. So if I but, had to. Yeah, if you had to, but it's not going to look very professional. It's going to look kind of yeah, but, uh, janky. It's yeah. just for Malden's um, class, just to get that, that grade. Yeah, I know. So. But, I mean, she can be really weird about how she grades. That's where I'm pointing it uh, out. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have a test with her. I'm sorry. Um, on Tuesday. I don't remember clothes. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're taking the clothes class, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'd ever go to France though and be like, oh, sir, excuse me, let me just, I really, really like your, like, green tie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I had the same reaction. I I'm was like, like, I'm not going to use this. Well, I never understood why we learned that in the second 102, and we should have learned that in 101, because that's where the colors and the clothes and the article clothes and stuff I like, understand, like, you know, having to ask about food, because, well, you know, I like to eat. Right. Neither but, one of us are very skinny people. I'm not going to be like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, madam. Oh, that skirt, that red skirt is just amazing. Amazing. It's so perfect on you. I mean, it's the perfect size. It's not too short, not too long. I don't get it. You should go on Duolingo. I have Duolingo. I know. For you French should. and Ger German, actually. Right. So you should go on Duolingo and see if they've got a section that you can cover that's... Yeah, I need to do that. That's a good idea. It would be a good refresher course. Because she was telling us to do, um, like, through the book. Like, the program through the book. and that, the, First of all, the, the program in that book sounds like it's a robot's voice. That doesn't really help you with with understanding what and, they and just also, said. Also, it's like, I was doing a, 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 like a, an exercise the other day, you know? One of the homeworks. Yeah. And it was like time. And it was like, LA, whatever time. I had to write that in. So it was, I had to write like seven space H space. Mm -hmm. I'm used to doing it like seven no space H. Mm -hmm. I had a fight with a book online. It's okay. I used to have lots of fights with that book. And, and so then, like, that's not how I was taught. People. And I kept getting it wrong. And I was like, why am I getting this wrong? And finally I took the time to look and I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I know, it's like, it's, so in our French department, all our homework is online because, you know, everything's on a book. And it's <coughs> all passcode. And so it's taking a little bit of time. And it's just a pain because what they pronounce doesn't always sound the same thing as what you're having to look for. No. Um, so it's, it's a bit of a problem. I, I had a lot of trouble in French in part because of that and in part because, oh my God, irregular verbs are evil, evil, evil. I'm sorry, I don't care if you're French or German. No. Same with the daggum gendered pronouns. But at least uh -huh. French, at least French has some sense of order. Yeah. Germany has no sense of order. Like, you would say, das Brot, the bread. I know, I know, I know. Dimension. Dimension, which is the girl. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense, but then it would be like, like, something random that would be die, and you'd just be going... Okay, but can we just all use DOS for everything? It's gender neutral. Like, for all the people, for all the badness that English can be, at least the one thing is, is we don't have gender pronouns. It's true. 
You don't have to put anything in front of it. It's just to be an adult or I think that's one of the things that makes it so hard for people to learn. Mm-hmm. Because in France and stuff, they're used to hearing, oh, there's a gender for that. But here, right. we don't have that. They get confused. Yeah, because like we, we don't gender things because things don't need to be gendered. Exactly. Like the table. I don't need to know what gender the table is. It doesn't matter if it's a girl or a boy. It's a piece of wood. I want to say it's masculine, though, in French. I want to say it is. I don't remember. It's been a I while since I took is. this class, and yeah. I don't remember nothing. Uh, I, I never really got the whole article clothing thing anyway, so... You're going to have fun with that test. Yeah. I might just cry that day and just, you know, get it over with. <laughs> At 11 in the morning, just, okay, let's just do it. I'm ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> and then I get to go to, you know, learn more about Chaucer. <laughs> it's pretty good when Chaucer is your step up for the day. <laughs> But hey, at least the professor in there is adorable, and she's all excited about Chaucer. Someone has to be. Okay, so she's talking about Dr. McCarthy, who is part of the English department at um, the school. I graduated from Georgia Gwinnett College, and that's where Beck uh, goes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and so like we have a lot of crossover because she's a history major, and mm-hmm. I was an English major, but I had a history minor. And she has an English minor, and she has an English minor, and so we kind of bounce around. And I'm still going to recommend you take Dr. Bergutta's class. Okay. Any kind of poli sci you can take with her, take it that okay. way, upper level. Because I will Because it, it will fill up that upper level that you need, yeah. you know? But and also, it's really... Dr. going to murder me, but I kind of don't like, like, Western Civ anymore because of Aristotle. Yeah, but the good part is, is, is you know, it's such a... Um, Aristotle is only one thing you study in Western Civ. He won't be the only yeah. thing. No, no, no. It's Aristotle, Plato, Homer. Yeah. That's about but it. If, but if we could just, like, do Epicurious for everything. So, a couple a couple springs ago, we took a class together. We took, um, oh my god, I can't remember the name. It's like Cultural Intellectualism of the Ancient World something. I don't know. I'm sorry, Dr. Rawlsey. I tried my best to remember, but it's like 15 words long. Uh-huh. And one of the things we studied was Epicurious on nature of things and it was a really good book and i wish that more of the teachers focused on that sort of stuff because we were doing so well with that yeah i mean it was easy to understand and it Mm -hmm. was it was a very interesting um, better than aristotle's politics well and it's also the fact that you were studying religion almost in a way without it being about religion yeah because you could see that you could see like the the mythological reasonings and how they were yeah. slowly coming up to their own reasonings outside mm-hmm. of, sure. of their mythological belief system that of was, the gods. That was a fun class. I like that class. Doctor Rawls is like one of the best history teachers you can possibly take. Ever. Ever. Like, you will never find his bigger fans than us. Yeah, pretty much. I recommend him for every single person that needs to take a history class for that reason. Same. And Dr. Gunther is pretty awesome, too, because I had him for American Environmental Science. If you can, take that class. That's a funny class. He wants me to. He's like, you need to take one of my classes. I'm your advisor. And I'm like... No, you should. That's actually a really fun class to take. Okay. You actually learn about... You know, you learn about women's impact in American history of of an environmental history pool. Like, you learn about, like, how they... Enjoy that. Yeah, like, how they did, like, the public health processing in, like, Chicago and the prairie. And, like, you learn all that stuff that you don't learn in any other class. And Dr. Dr. Gunther... at first, he wasn't really focusing on the women, and I brought up the fact that, you know, well, we kind of need to study that because we're mm-hmm. half the population, but we actually helped settle the America in some mm-hmm. parts. And when I say settle America, I do mean in the Western, the, the Western European wake, but I think we also need to study it from the, um, from the indigenous and the uh, Native American and 
the, the more lesser known areas as well. Mm -hmm. I agree. I, th I think that there needs to be, in my school there's no gender, uh, there's no gender schooling or anything like that. There is at my new school where I teach at, which is the University of Georgia. Yay me! But, um, but yeah, there's nothing at GGC at all. Yeah, at GGC, or, or it'll be like the special classes, like sociology, 4900 or something ridiculous. Right, it's like, it's a very, it's a very specific class that you can't take any other way. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like when I took Nations and Nationalism with Dr. Brigitte. Yeah. She's not there this semester, by the way. She's in Lithuania doing some research. Um, oh, okay. Um, but if you can take her. In I'll the, look into the her I'll look into Gunther. I really yeah. do need to. Because, well, because Brigitte you will like because she actually talks about women and their yeah. impact a lot. Which is, okay. which is a lot, because like, I don't know about anybody else, but I get tired of studying dead white men and their impact on the world. We, we know, like, we're women living in this world. We know the exact impact that dead white men gave us. I'm sorry, I can name one right now that'll make you wince. Bismarck. <sighs> I win. Okay, so, again, this is, I told you, it was a rambling reality, and this is the rambling reality of when I was at DGC. This so. is still there. <laughs> Ha ha, I Someone graduated. Um, so we were taking a anymore. class on modern Germany, and we literally spent a month on Otto von Bismarck. Which, don't get me wrong, he's really important, but we spent so long on him, we actually didn't get past the, the Versailles Treaty. Like, mm -hmm. literally, we didn't study the Weimar Republic at all in modern Germany, which was a setup for World War II. Yep. So, we just don't do Otto von Bismarck. Like It's all because Orgil has a man crush. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, as, as Finn would tell you, who is, again, my German fiancé would tell you, you know more about him than we do. Mm -hmm. And so I wrote a paper, and I, I wrote papers that absolutely did not reference von Bismarck. For reasons. And the problem was, he wasn't even German, he was Prussian. Mm-hmm. But okay. Whatever makes him happy. I mean, I like Orgel, though, because, like, he's really nice if you need to talk to him. I just don't like his teaching style, per se. But if you need to talk to him, like, you have a question or whatever after class, he'll give you a straight-up answer. It's great, but... Just no more Bismarck, please. Ever. Bismarck is dead buried, and I'm going to keep him that 18,000 feet under the ground because I don't care. I'm going to bury him deeper so he'll disappear. Yep. Like, it, yeah, it, and it was like an 8 a.m. class that we were studying Otto von Bismarck. The only thing I ever really learned about Otto von Bismarck that I liked was the folk laws, which are still in, basically oh, yeah, yeah. still enacted in Germany right now. Yeah. And there's no more Sean, so it makes it easier. Exactly. Sean was a, a student that had a tendency to ramble about Catholicism occasionally. No, he wasn't even rambling about Catholicism. He yeah. was like witnessing to Catholicism and yeah. he didn't believe in everything in Catholicism either. He would focus on things like the sacraments and that was it. Yeah. And he had no idea when I would bring stuff up because I grew up Episcopalian and I grew up Baptist. To be fair, it's not Southern Baptist but just Baptist. Yeah. And so I grew up on both sides of the spectrum because everyone knows that, that Episcopalian is just Catholic light. Yeah. And I would bring something up and he wouldn't know it because he literally only went by the sacraments which I mean th there's no problem with that but when you're when you're calling like 
professors out on their reactions. It's just this huge problem. Oh, yeah. He was also, like, this much sexist. That much. At times. He... Let's put it this way. I'm a feminist and he's not. You can imagine how that went over and Becca's very much the same way. Yeah. Like, she's not quite as um, aggressively feminist as I am, but she's pretty But she's pretty feminist. She's pretty... I, I think that women get a bad rap at times. Mm -hmm. We need to be more... What's the word I'm looking for? Represented, maybe? I can Best definitely see the represented. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Like, we definitely so, need to have more representation on all, on all areas of our life. Yeah, we do. Which is exactly why I like going to Dragon Con, honestly, because there's actually a bunch of, like, I don't know if you know, but there's an academic conference in the middle of Dragon Con. Yeah, I think I knew that, yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of it focuses on femi feminism and the impact of, Ameri of, you know, of American pop mm -hmm. culture and pop culture in general, but American specifically since yeah. that's, you know, comics, comics are primarily American. And comics mean, like, DC, Marvel, and their many imprints and stuff yeah. like that. As talking. opposed to manga or... Yeah. You know some of the other stuff. Say we're talking manga. We're talking or indie or comics. indie, but we're just talking specifically the, the talking major like the major big guys in the industry. Western world. Comics, yeah. Then you know you know the place where there's no women in charge. Yeah. Let's see what else. Um, but yeah, he we didn't really get along too well. No. In a minute, I'm gonna wrap up the ramblingness because well, this is gonna be a really big file for people if they want to download it or even listen to it. But, say bye, Becca. Bye, guys. See, look at that. She's real and everything. I have friends, I promise. I don't get them at Dragon Con, but I do actually have friends. I promise you. I just wasn't, I was she's doing... She's real and she's not a cat. I know, right? She's, this is just the one that's always requesting about the cat. I like cats. I can't help it. I have two. Look, how can you not like a cat named Xylophone? It's true. And you've even seen her. But you've actually seen Xylophone. She was the she was one that was pinky. She was the white and orange one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when when the when the kittens were outside and still little, she was actually outside with them for the they were outside still, and so she came over and saw yeah. them, and she just kind of awed herself to death. Yeah, and I would have probably taken one, but yeah. Oh, and we're renaming. We're thinking about renaming Binky because she's not responding to Binky anymore. Oh, okay. We're thinking about renaming her Sassafras or Sassy for sure. That's horrible. Because I just gotta go, what is it, Sassafras? And she just That's adorable. So she just keeps talking to me, so I call her Sassafras. And uh, and and she started uh, Carol, her owner, started calling her Sassy after Homeward Bound. Oh. And so one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And so I just call her Sassafras. I like it. Because she's just got that you know, that little yeah. pop of I like of, it. Yeah. If Gil were a girl, he'd probably be called something like that. Because yeah. he's very Sassy. Mm -hmm, exactly. And so I call her Sassafras. And then, of course, you know, Finnegan, Finnick and Fireball have still got to do that. I know, you have more boo-boos than I do. From Gil last night. I, I, I made him angry, and he reached over and smacked me. Where is it? This, this is from Fireball earlier when I was preventing him from going to get some food. Ah, and then I have the popo scar right here. <laughs> and where I went to bring her down from my closet because she didn't want to jump. Uh-huh. Back claw went. That's exactly what this came from, that back claw. It just yeah. went straight down. And that back claw is no joke. Okay, we're going to wrap it up because yeah. you guys, this is going to be like a 40 megabyte file and I've only got like 500. So, we're going to say goodbye now. Mm -hmm. Say bye now, Gracie.
Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Opening intro is done by Fantasia on a theme by Thomas Tallis, also known as the Tallis Fantasia. And it is a string orchestra by British composer Ralph Vaughn Williams, performed by U.S. Army Strings. And I thank them so much for allowing me to make my own version of it. Thank you, guys. <laughs>